You're listening to A Slice of Therapy with me, Alan Parry. Many years ago, I used to work as a software developer. So I would write computer programs for a living. And the way this would work is that I would work with a designer. The designer would work with the client. They'd decide what it is that they wanted the software to do. And then they'd come to me, they'd kind of storyboard it all out, show me exactly how they wanted it to work. And then I would sit in front of the computer and I would get coding and be typing away until it did all the things that they wanted. And that was only the start of the job because once the program had been written, it would then get bug tested by our bug testing team to see if there are any things that were happening that I hadn't quite intended it to work that way, but, but it was, and I'd fix those. And then once the whole process was completed, we'd actually send it out to the client. Now you'd think this is where it would end, but in fact, this is where it begins. You see, once it's out being used by the client and all their users, a number of things then happen. First of all, they also will spot things where it's not working as it was intended. So they'll kind of be your outsourced bug spotters and they'll report those back. And then you'll find this, these kind of reports of bugs. And so you'll take version one and you'll fix the bug that was found out in the community. And you will update the software and it'll go from version 1.0 to say version 1.1. And then you'll send it back out again. But that's still not where it ends, because even once it's completely bug free and it's been tested by the wider world and you're confident that it's bug free, nothing else is coming back as a report. What happens then is that people start spotting ways in which the software could actually be improved. They'll say things like, I really like this software. It's really helpful. But one thing I've spotted is that it would be really great if it did this too. And so what they start coming back with, which is really great, is suggestions for how it could be even better than it currently is. And so what will happen from time to time is we would then take all of these suggestions and we would completely upgrade the software. Now, bear in mind, I like the software. The software is helpful. They're using it. It's helping them in their life. It's going well. But they've spotted things that they think would be even better nonetheless. And so after a while, the designers and myself would get together once again and they will have redesigned the software based on the user feedback to say, now it's being used in the world. People are spotting that they'd like these improvements. So what we've decided to do is completely redo the software. So... It still works. All the good stuff that we had, we keep, but we'll add these improvements to it. And so I'd go and code again. And this time we'd add version 2.0. And so it would go on. Now, you probably noticed this yourself as a software user. If you've been using any piece of software for any period of time, you know, Windows does this. There's new versions of Windows that comes out all the time. New versions of Microsoft Office new versions of Photoshop. And I like to record music 
And so I use something called Logic Pro, and I notice this too, that there's always different versions of it. Every now and again, I'll get a little notice to say that it's been upgraded and to download the latest version. And it just keeps on improving. And the funny thing is, when this happens, nobody sees this as a bad thing. When I get that notification to say Logic Pro has been upgraded to download the latest version, I'm not thinking, oh, well, that's a shame. This version that I'm using now must be terrible. I know that the version I've got now is great. But I think, ooh. And then I download it and they give me a little report on what the new features are. And it becomes even better than it was before. And so when I think of these kind of ways that we look at software, whether as a programmer as I used to be a long time ago, or whether as a user where we're familiar with the software being upgraded. It's always seen as a, a good thing. And the idea that upgrades happen and bugs get tweaked and fixed just seems like a standard part of our view of software, really. It's something completely accepted, isn't it, that that's what happens. And I can't help wondering what it would be like if we viewed ourselves as a piece of software. Because we can get caught in a bit of a perfectionist streak. You know, if we're not perfect, then we're broke kind of thing is what we can tell ourselves. But what if instead we looked at it and reframed ourselves as if we're a piece of software? And it's a good analogy, really, because like any piece of software... Lots of you is working fine, isn't it? You know, lots of you is working well already, just like just like the versions of the software that you're quite happy with. You might notice there's a bug here that gets on your nerves or and you, you, you can't wait for the developer to fix that thing and you've got to work around and it's a little bit inconvenient or gets in your way. And you might even notice that there's things that you'd like to improve, much like a piece of software. But lots of you is working fine already. But these little bug fixes and these little new upgrades that you'd like is much like as if you were a, a software developer getting this feedback from your users saying, I like this software. It's working well in the main, but I'm noticing these little things are glitches and I'd like to be able to, to, to fix those. And, and, and these upgrades I've noticed it would be better if it worked like that instead of like this. And I think it's a good analogy, too, because we kind of are software, aren't we? You know, software is like the changeable stuff. So, you know, we've we've got this particular hardware of the human body and the human brain and how all that works. But the software as well. And the software is kind of, you know, our beliefs, our learnings, the filters through which we see the world. Many of which are really, really helpful, but some of which, just like any piece of software, could, could do with an upgrade, maybe. Some of these beliefs and learnings we'll have downloaded many, many years ago and were useful in that environment. But now we've upgraded ourselves into a better version of the computer because we've, we're older and we've got more resources and more knowledge of the world then it would make sense then to upgrade the software as well. And so I like this idea 
that what we really are is like a piece of software. And we go through various versions. And it's not because those original versions were broke. Because mostly they work really well. But simply like any piece of software that we notice the odd glitch, the odd bug. Or even spots an improvement. That isn't like that there's something going wrong with anything. But it's just that it'd be better if it was like this. And then what we do is we start recoding the software. Which I guess is what therapy and counselling helps you to do. To kind of have a look at what the belief systems are at the moment. Have a look at what the learnings have been so far. See if they could be updated. See if, you know, what the beliefs and, and learnings that you'd like to have instead that would make this software work even better for you. Look at the filters through which you experience the world and think, well, would it be better if I kind of viewed the world in a different way? Would that be more of a resource to me than the way the software works at the moment? And so much like I would work with the designers, then we would work together as well in terms of helping you recode those aspects of your software that you'd like to change. And I like this as well because it does acknowledge and honour, doesn't it? Much like these computer programs that get upgraded from time to time, that they were working. They were working pretty well, weren't they, before, before the upgrade was decided on. And so we just simply go through versions. We go through little upgrades. We start off at version 1.0 and then we keep on improving and improving all the time. We keep on noticing the glitches and noticing the things that would be a good extra feature, noticing the things that we'd like the software to be different. Work on that, and then we've just upgraded the software. We've just upgraded ourselves. We've gone from version 1.0 to maybe version 1.1. Or maybe it's a big upgrade and we've gone to version 2. But this idea that we're always in development. Because that's what it was like for me as a computer programmer. The work was never done. Because the software that you'd created was always in development. And people were always going to be finding things that they'd like to be improved. And so it was always my job to be working on the software and improving it. And that feels very much like the human journey. There's never a point where, certainly I never think, oh, that's me done. There's always something that I'm thinking, I'd just like to tweak this a little bit. Or I'd like to get a little bit better at that. Or I'd like to change my software in this area so it serves me a little bit better. And then just like a piece of software, I'll work on that. And I'll go from one version of me to the next version of me. And so my invite to you is to think of yourself much in the same way. To acknowledge the fact that things work pretty well most of the time for you. But you're noticing that there are some glitches or some improvements that you'd like. And just like the software, that's never seen as a bad thing. It's seen as an exciting thing. It's seen as just the natural course of things that we will continue to be in development on an ongoing basis pretty much all the time. And in some ways, that's part of the fun of not just software development when you're a computer programmer, but personal development when we're working on ourselves. 
So if you like this idea, then please spread it on. If you'd like to work with me one-to-one, then you can do. I'm Alan Parry. Just find out more at liverpoolpsychotherapy.co.uk. And please do subscribe to the podcast as well. It's completely free. There's a new one every day. So subscribe wherever you get your podcasts from. So thanks for listening. And I'll be back again tomorrow with another one.